Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I are the authors of 35 cookbooks, including the Instant Pot Bible and Vegetarian Dinner Parties. And today's show is all about a very hot topic that's right now everywhere, it seems, which is dairy milk alternatives. I know, you know, it's funny. It used to be when we were kids, like the dairy milk alternative was skim milk. <laughs> that was considered the alternative. We, we didn't have skim milk in my house. And or, excuse me, skimmed skim what milk. Is, what has happened what to the milk? What has happened to the milk? It has been skimmed. I still have a friend, and she's probably listening to this podcast right now, who insists on skimmed milk. So, anyway, we didn't have skimmed or skim milk. In and, our house. Also known sometimes as blue milk. Yes. It always had a yes. blue cast. Yes, to some it. people do. Old. We're talking old people. And old, now, then. Skimmed. Skim milk. Yeah. And then we got into soy milk. And soy milk was the only milk alternative. You went into a diner, you went, if you didn't drink right. milk, they gave you soy milk. Right. But today, and, you get a lot of alternatives. And I want to say that uh, back in the past, and this is a long, long time ago, 20 years ago, Bruce and I did work for a soy, what, cons- conglomerate? A soy protein manufacturer. Yeah. And so we drank a lot of soy milk back then because we were doing some recipe development for them. And um, I have to say, and I'm please don't write me and don't, as they say on Twitter, don't at me. But um, <laughs> soy milk is not my favorite thing. It's not mine either. I, it's the flavor to me is very, very flat. It's a little yes. salty, actually. Yeah, sometimes. Um, and there's something about it I don't care for, and a lot of the newer milks I really do care for. This, and I should say, let me add that this is not a. Uh, soy hate on our part, no, right? No. Because we both actually love tofu. Yeah. And Bruce makes this kimchi and tofu and pork stew that I absolutely love. We both love tofu. So it's not a soy thing. No. It's just a soy milk thing with both of and us. And we just want to talk about all the other milk right. alternatives that we actually really love. Right. Because now you've got all the nut milks, right? There's almond milk, walnut yeah. milk. Yeah. I've even seen macadamia nut milk. Somebody like told me milk. a while ago that there's such a thing as hazelnut milk, which I'd love to try. Well, you know something? I saw it at our local supermarket, so I'll get you some. But there's other weird things. I mean, everyone knows about coconut milk. um, But have you you seen that there's pea milk, as in P-E-A, not P-E-E? Oh, God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, there's pea milk. And then, of course, the big one that we're going to talk about is oat milk, which is the big one. But we we should say that while there are lots of alternatives out on the market, um, you should still be an aware consumer because – um, these dairy alternatives have issues with them. Now, we're not saying whether dairy or not has – we're not registered nutritionists. We're not saying whether or not dairy has uh, any um, issues. issues associated with it or these. But these – the issues associated with these – and um, we're not going to talk about how much water it takes to grow an almond. No, 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 no. Or the problem of oat contamination, celiac contamination in oat facilities um, that also process wheat. We're not talking about any of that. Our, our hidden issues are that these milk often have additives, right? Yeah, you have to look at the labels just like when you buy anything because you yeah. may find the sugar, yeah. you may find their flavors. Now, yeah. of course, if it's labeled chocolate oat milk, you know there's a flavor well, in it. Well, of course. But we're talking about other things. Um, so you want to look for flavorings. You want to look for thickeners. Um, right. if you're pro- if you're Now, it doesn't bother me if, you know, I buy a milk that's been slightly thickened because... It does a little bit bother me only because it it depends on how it's thickened. If it's a bit of a chemical fandango, then I'm a little upset with it. And I should say that we had the house guests a couple weekends ago, and she, the wife of the couple, brought an oat milk creamer, right? Yeah. And it no, it's a coconut milk creamer. Coconut milk creamer, sorry. And we discovered it was really high in what? What did it have in it? It had a lot of gums. It had. 
had safflower oil had safflower and a lot oil. of gums. It was called a creamer because it was thick and rich, and it got right. thick and rich. I think there were three different gums in there making it thick and rich. Yeah, and I have to say that that kind of put us both off a little bit. And it's 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 a it's a problem with this. It's where do you want to draw the line? But my my uh, ultimate answer to this is that you just have to be an informed consumer, which means I realize that we're all horridly pressed for time, but it just means turning the milk to the side of the <laughs> carton and looking what's in there. Just look at the ingredients in the, in the carton or look at the nutritional information and you'll discover whether it's super high in sugar, super high in salt, yep. um, and you'll see if there's been any thickeners. Maybe this doesn't bother you. Maybe it doesn't. But you brought up the coconut milk creamer, so I want to talk about coconut milk for okay. a second. That's one that's been around forever. We've cooked with coconut milk. Um, but using it as a dairy substitute in everyday stuff, like over cereal, is not something I'm yes. fond of. One, because it's horribly fatty, very, very oily. Even if you buy the lower fat, the light coconut right. milk, the problem there, it's too tropical, right? It's just, uh, well, it just it, for me, it, it retains a great deal of the coconut taste, which is a fine thing, actually, in some, in some applications, like for coconut panna cotta or coconut custards or coconut cream pie, which is all great. But in coffee, if we're just talking about poured on coffee or cereal, it does have a little bit of a tropical <laughs> overtone, as you say. And that may not bother some people. Now, I want to pick up something that Bruce said about coconut milk, and it has to do with the full fat and low fat uh, question. And um, actually, I'm not going to talk about that too much, except to say that the low fat simply means it doesn't mean they skim the fat out. It's a second, third, fourth, fifth, and subsequent processing of coconut solids. So it's not any skimmed. It's just how many times have the solid, the coconut solids been pressed. But what I want to talk about is what Bruce has this trick for finding a good can of coconut milk. And now, what is that trick? Well, the, but the good can means I'm using it for like coconut-based desserts, right? right? I'm going to make a coconut panna cotta, as you suggested, or even a coconut creme anglaise. Okay. And that is when you pick up the can, you shake it. If you get all liquid sounds and it just goes right away, you know that there's not going to be that much fat. It's going to be a thinner coconut milk. <laughs> If I need a lot of fat, like a coconut cream to make a pudding, I don't want the can to make a sound. And that means it's all solid. Yeah, like It when, means you like, open it up and it's a solid mess of like coconut when you fat. shake my stomach, it's all <laughs> solid. Um, and that's not, that's because it's so fat. Um, right, because this way you get a more unctuous, a more, ooh, unctuous, a more, a richer flavor, right, in your yeah. coconut desserts or your coconut applications. To be honest, I've never tried this, but people do say in a lot of these vegan, websites I yeah. looked at that if you get a can like that and you open it and you scoop all the fat out and discard whatever little liquid is you can actually beat that fat like cream oh. and make whipped cream well, we I haven't tried it if you try it let us know we, yeah we don't actually know that but uh, that those kind of full fat things um, make for much richer sauces much richer desserts and we should say that when you use it right you have to stir it back together or you should depending on the application I guess yes yeah, so if, if it's going in a blender and getting processed up it doesn't matter but if you're whisking it with eggs or something, yeah, then you want, you want to blend it up. Yeah, Make stick, sure it's really good and smooth. Stick a fork in that can. So just to say about coconut milk, if you take about a cup, which is about 240 milliliters, for those of you listening not in the U.S. who use regular measurements <laughs> worldwide, about a cup of coconut milk or 240 milliliters contains about 45 calories, um, four grams of fat. It has absolutely no protein and 
almost no carbs. I mean, just very low in carbs. Um, we should note that that's kind of surprising that it contains uh, lower calories. And I have a hunch that this dietary information, which I picked up from a registered dietary website, I have a feeling this has to do with a standard brand, a standard supermarket brand of coconut milk. Some of the really rich Asian ones probably have super oh, high calories. Oh, maybe four or five times. My guess right. is this is one of those cans you pick up and shake and it sounds like there's water in there. Right. Yeah. And and the ones that Bruce prefers for like coconut creme anglaise, well, you know, that probably has more. Okay, so let's move on to almond milk, which has become super, super popular. I do like almond milk. I um, love it on cereal. That yeah. is like my favorite. Almond milk on granola is actually preferable to me than regular dairy milk. And I have no problem. I like dairy. I I like milk. And one of the things about almond milk that you need to watch out for is that it is frequently flavored or sweetened in yeah. some way. True. Or it has a higher chemical fandango going on with it for thickening. It It's it's a problematic milk and that you just need to be aware of what you're eating. And if you are okay with those boundaries, then go with the boundaries, right? Yeah. And what I find is that actually if I look at the prices, because in our supermarket, you know, we live in rural Connecticut, and there's like a whole wall of milk alternatives. It's and, kind of incredible. And rural Connecticut does not mean a backyard. No. Like, we live where coyotes walk up to our back door, <laughs> and where bears walk across our yard, and where moose are in our backyard. That's how rural. So when I go to the supermarket, I look at the five or six different almond milks they have, and I'll right. start with the cheapest, because the chances are, and it usually works out for me, that'll be the one with the least amount of additives, because... It just costs more to put that stuff in it. Right. And again, we're not going to make any claims about whether almonds are good for the planet or bad nope. for the planet. And that's not our bailiwick right now. What we're just talking about is what it's good for. And Bruce says that almond milk is his favorite on cereal. I have to say that it's not it. my favorite in coffee. Um, and that's because a lot of the almond milk that is served in coffees is already sweetened. Yes. And so it already has this, oh, I don't like sugar in coffee. So it automatically has this overly sweet taste to it and I don't care for it because when I've tried it again at uh, big national uh, coffee chains I get the sweet and the stuff. Yeah, right? they use that. I also don't like the way it foams when I'm making a latte or a cappuccino. I've tried it. Um, it doesn't foam so nicely. Ah. And so I try not to use it for that. Well, why would you use it besides cereal? What else would you use almond milk for? I could use almond milk as a substitute for regular milk if I needed to avoid dairy for myself or for a guest coming in a cream sauce and a pasta. Mm. Um, something that just uses mm. milk, even if I was making like cream gravy to go on mm. uh, chicken fried steak, I might use almond milk instead of milk. Interesting. Because it, it has a neutral flavor, and if I get the ones that aren't sweet, and it's not bad, which is why I love it on cereal, again, it works there because it is such a good dairy substitute when you just want dairy that I can substitute almond milk in most recipes that call for milk. Okay, so just to compare, one cup of almond milk or 240 milliliters of, uh, of almond milk, of, and then we're talking unsweetened almond milk here, it has mm, between 30, 35, low 30s number of calories. And just to note, uh, a coconut milk has 45, this has 30 to 35. It has two and a half grams of fat, which is lower in fat than the four grams of coconut milk. It has a gram of protein, which is a little different from coconut milk. And it has about one to two grams of carbs in each cup of it. So it's it's a little, it's not terrible. One to two grams of carbs isn't terrible, but it is no. still, it's still got a little tiny punch of carbs in it. Now, of course, if you add sweetener to this, the carbs are going to go through the roof. The calories are going to go up. Um, that's all going to change, right? It is. It is. So now I want to talk about the one milk that Mark and I both love, the, the milk alternative. We are both in love with oat milk. We are. It is an amazing thing. I fell in love with it in a trip to Scotland two years ago. 
Um, the hotel we stayed at um, only had oat milk as a milk alternative. And I didn't want to have dairy um, in the morning. And so I wanted an alternative in my, in my lattes. And they were steaming oat milk. And it was rich. And it was creamy. It wasn't sweet. It didn't add another flavor right. to the coffee. And I loved it. Now, let me say, I, this is my oat milk is my favorite in coffee. Um, and that's basically where I eat my dairy if I don't eat ice cream, is in coffee. And I do like oat milk ice cream, too. I actually prefer oat milk ice, ice cream to coconut milk ice cream and almond milk yes, ice cream. me too. Um, because I think it has a better texture overall to it. But I will say right up front about oat milk that it has a slight oaty taste or an oatmeal-y taste. There is no question about it. I happen to love oatmeal, so it doesn't actually bother me. But... That said, if you're just drinking a glass of it, it's going to have a slight mm, oaty taste. You, it is. I don't want to just drink it as a drink, but I love it in coffee. Now, there's two reasons I do. Um, it is not a low-fat product, and no. that's weird because oats are fat-free. Right. So if you look at the bottles of oat milk, they all have added flat. It's sunflower oil or safflower oil. So they have to add fat to give it richness. That gives it calories. That's yeah. part of what makes it really good in coffee. I especially love it in iced coffee because it acts like half and half. Right. There's a thickness and a richness to it. You could watch it swirl into the coffee just like you do when you put cream in iced coffee. And we should note that there are celiac concerns with oats processed in facilities that also process wheat. If you have any of those kind of concerns, you should make sure you get certified gluten-free um, oat milk. And we should also note about oat milk that of them, and you know, it's hard to make these claims, but of them, it seems to be the least uh, what heavy footprint on the earth itself because of the way that oats are grown. Yeah. That Now, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily the better milk for you. It's just a really nice alternative. I think some people are a little put off by its color sometimes. It's beige. It's yeah. always beige. It's yeah. never just clean white. Think which think, almond milk often is and coconut milk think is. Think oatmeal again. Yeah. And just to compare it, a cup of oat uh, milk or about 240 milliliters contains about 140 to 170 calories. Now, notice that calorie <laughs> jump. We went from 45 calories in coconut milk and 30 to 35 calories in almond milk up to 140 to 170. And a lot of that has to do with two things. A, it has to do with oats and what's in oats and the fiber in oats and all that kind of stuff. It also has to do with what's added to the oat added milk. fat. There's always... Right. Fat added to So because of that, a cup of oat milk has four and a half to five grams of fat. Now that's comparable to coconut milk at four grams of fat in a kind of random sampling. Um, but of course, almond milk is much lower fat. It has somewhere between two and a half and five grams of protein, which is high. It's the highest of the three milks we're talking about. It's still not a lot. You're not going to get your protein daily load from oat milk. <laughs> um, but this is the kicker for some people. It has 19 to 29 grams. And so, so say easily 20 to 30 grams of carbohydrates. That's a lot. Cup. And that's because it's a grain. That's, and we know about grains. Grains yeah, have carbs. Yeah. It's because of all of those kind of problems that are associating or associated with it that oat milk, uh, sometimes not everybody chooses it. I actually like it a lot. We owe anymore. We always seem to have a container of oat milk in the house um, and I like it a lot but a lot of people will steer away from it because it's high calorie density and it's carb load yeah but 
That's also part of why it makes iced coffee so rich yeah. and so delicious. Well, it is. And what else would you use it for? Think about other things that you would use it for. I know it's great in ice cream. I have actually yes. never made oat milk ice cream, but I know that when I buy dairy alternative ice cream, I prefer oat milk to any of the rest of them. Well, you know what? There is a half gallon of oat milk in the fridge. There are a ton of eggs. There's some chocolate. <laughs> and you may have some chocolate oat milk ice cream in your future tonight. It would, <laughs> that would be very lovely. And what else could one make with it? Okay. So anytime I would do a pudding, I can imagine I can imagine a rice pudding with oat milk would be mm. so rich and lovely. Would that would be, be very, really rich. Really. What about savory applications? I'm asking the chef here. Are there any savory applications you would use it in? Uh, it's interesting. Because of the high fat content, yep. um, it's possible that it might work in a curry. Um, yeah. It might be a really nice addition instead of like yogurt even to put into a curry, or you take a coconut milk curry, but you don't want the coconut flavor, just the texture. Right. You could try oat milk in that. Right. Have you ever tried to th- use any of the cashew milk yogurts in cooking? Have you ever tried that? Um, I have used the almond milk yogurt mm-hmm. in cooking, but not the cashew milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that cashew milk, and to be honest, I've only ever made my own, but I know it's in the stores. Um, it is super fatty and is. super rich. It so is. cashew milk is something that I would reserve as a substitute for heavy cream. Yeah. Anytime I'd see a savory or even a, a sweet application for heavy cream, that's where I would use cashew I, milk. I have to say that we picked three uh, uh, milks here, oat milk, coconut, and almond milk to talk about. And um, while I prefer oat milk ice cream, because we didn't choose cashew milk, I didn't say that I actually prefer cashew milk ice cream. That is, <laughs> that stuff is just unbelievable. It's the fat content. It's just, the th- well, it's so it great because when you make cashew milk, you take raw cashews, not toasted. They're like the white ones. And you soak them in water overnight. And then you blend them with that water into a thick, rich cream. <laughs> It's so good. Cashew milk ice cream is so good. Is. I, I'm not working for the industry, but but be that as it may, the one the one thing since I'm an ice cream fanatic, I'm going to say, and I've had coconut milk ice cream, almond milk ice cream, cashew milk ice cream, oat milk ice cream. Here's my one problem with the with the dairy alternative milk ice creams on the market is that so many of them are so freaking sweet. I thought you were going to say that. And that part of that is they add sugar when you take away fat and you take, and a lot of them have lower fat. So you have to add sugar. They're not all the cashew milk ones are not as sweet because they don't have to add as much sugar. Yeah. The, the, the coconut milk ones, yes, they're very sweet. Oh, and, and the soy milk ones are very and sweet. And I find the oat milk ones really sweet. And it's really funny because we're talking about ice cream, right, which is automatically sweet. But I swear to God, when I taste oat milk ice cream sometimes, I think, oh, God, my teeth hurt. I mean, this is really <laughs> this is really sweet stuff. And you're right. there, Cashew milk, I probably am attracted to it because, A, it's fattier and more luxurious. But also because this, the sugar load on it is down, yeah, or at least it, it tastes down. down. It's not sweet. It's not as sweet as oat milk, coconut milk and almond milk ice cream and of course you know for me it all comes down to ice cream so yeah. there are fewer i think there are fewer additives in the cashew milk when that, you can find it that could probably be the truth um so i hope you enjoyed today's podcast about dairy milk alternatives and if you like this podcast please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and give us a five-star rating because it really really helps <laughs> we would really appreciate a five-star rating and you can connect with us on social media on twitter 
uh, on Facebook and on Instagram. We're not on TikTok, nor will ever we be on TikTok. <laughs> as far as TikTok like six hours a day. <laughs> I love TikTok. It's the best remedy for a hard day's work is an hour of TikTok because it's just mindless idiocy. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, we won't ever be on that, but you can connect with us on other social media platforms under our names. Bruce is actually on Instagram. It's Bruce A. Weinstein. How did he get there? Fast. Bruce Weinstein or Mark Scarborough on all those platforms. We love to connect with you and we hope to see you back on a subsequent episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark.